0: Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. I wanted to talk to you today in sort of part two of the series of uh, I guess we'll call it personal injury for dummies, for lack of a better term. It's not written by the dummies author and it has nothing to do with dummies. But it's kind of basic, you know, FAQs about personal injury. So, what are the basics? You're in a car accident. Let's do an easy one. You're hit from behind. What happens? You exchange insurance information. You're injured. Let's say, you know, you have a lower back pain. You go to the hospital. EMS takes you there. You're checked out. You're released. You're given some pain pain medication. You're on your way. So, what happens? Well, first of all, there's, PIP, we call it PIP. It's personal injury protection. There's $5,000 in medical coverage for you automatically, no fault, even if it was your fault. Second, who's going to pay for that? Well, your insurance company pays for it if you had car insurance. If you're a passenger in the car, the owner of the car's insurance will have it. Or if there's no insurance on your car, then the person who hit you, someone's going to pay $5,000 in medical coverage because that's the law in Pennsylvania. Next. Let's say you've got lower back pain you go to your doctor and you know what happens next you get physical therapy for three months and you're all better and you're annoyed because it's kind of been three months of having to go to pt for twice a week or three times a week but then you're all better and then the insurance company says for the person who hit you says hey you know why don't we give you 750 dollars and we'll just call it even we're sorry this happened You know, should you take that or should you go find a lawyer? Well, I would say three months of back pain. You know, I can make that into something bigger than $750, but, you know, maybe it's going to be three or four or five thousand dollars. Who knows? It's kind of hard to say. But should you ever take an insurance company's first offer? No. You should always negotiate with insurance companies because they know the value of injuries a lot better than you do. And you can always get more money. They have gobs and gobs of money. So don't worry about negotiating. The worst thing that they're going to tell you is, no, I don't want to pay you that much. So then, you know, the first question most people ask me is like, well, what about my car? (laughs) And, you know, that's kind of something I, I, I can advise you on but I don't really deal with because cars are a pain in the butt to deal with because they have very clearly defined values. So let's go back to injuries because that's more what I enjoy and what I'm specializing in. Let's say you have some lower back pain and you're 40 years old and you've never had lower back pain before and it doesn't go away. You try all the physical therapy, all the acupuncture, all the chiropractor, it doesn't go away. You go to see an orthopedist And they say, well, you know, we need to give you an injection. Okay, does that affect your case? Yeah, it does, because now you've tried all sort of conservative measures, and those have essentially, you know, helped but failed to resolve the problem. You have no prior back history. Um, And so what do you do? Yeah, you get the injection. The injections usually help for three months, and then they wear off over time. Usually the physicians like to prescribe you know, three or four in a year maximum, there's some downside to the injections because it's sort of pumping steroids into your body and it has some negative effects sometimes. So, you know, now let's say you go through a series of three back injections and you're all better. Is that worth pursuing? Absolutely. Just because, you know, you've now been through a year of treatment, you are better now, but You know, it took you a long way to get there. Can you still pursue your case? Well, first of all, on the can part, yeah, you can pursue your case. You have two years from the date of the incident, the crash, to file a lawsuit, unless you're under 18, and then you have two years after you turn 18. Next thing, should you? Well, I think you should consult with a lawyer in your, you know, area. Um, You know, if you're in the Philadelphia area, give me a call. Or give anyone who's qualified, who does a lot of this stuff, a call. If you're in Pittsburgh, there are plenty of lawyers out there. If you're in New York City or D.C. or Baltimore, Delaware, wherever you are, just give them a call. Um, The reason is this. You don't know the value of your injuries, and we don't want you to settle a case for $2,500 when your case is worth $25,000. Right? That doesn't, you know, there's no reason to give the insurance companies a break because they'll never give you a break. So, you know, what determines value? Every patient's different, every case is different. If you're a 40-year-old person with no prior back history, you're going to have, obviously, a stronger claim that your back injury is related to the car crash than someone who's 70 with, you know, prior, you know, back pain in their medical records, okay? So, you know, what's the insurance company angle on all this? Well, they're gonna try and pay you the least amount of money as slowly as possible, unless they can get you to sign a release and pay you five, 600 bucks at first because you don't think it's a big deal. Like you think, oh, well, I'll, I'm sure I'll get better. And then all of a sudden you don't get better, but you signed a release, then you're done. You're cooked, you can't file any further claim and they will essentially stop and laugh at you, okay? So don't do that. Don't sign any insurance company documents without reading them really closely and understanding what they say. Do not sign a general release unless you know exactly what you're doing and why. I had a client recently who did that, and there was really nothing I could do about it. So don't do that. So, you know, the question is, well, should you settle your case, and what's the value? Can you do it yourself? So I've had a couple DIY people come to me, and eventually they grow frustrated with the insurance company's antics, I'll call them for lack of a better term. So an insurance company will drag the process out, slow it down, demand you provide more and more records, more, you know, show me your employment history, get me your authorization so I can look at all of your medical records over since you were born. Get me this, get me that. And eventually, you know, people grow tired. And then when they say, look, I need an offer, the offer is $1,500. So I have a client who waited two years and got an offer of like $3,000 and they were just beside themselves and they came to me and they said, okay, you're right. Because I had told them this is just a waste of their time negotiating on their own. Because if you're not a lawyer, you know, the one thing lawyers can do that you can't do on a DIY or do-it-yourself basis is you can't file your case in court and pursue it properly. So the insurance companies know that. They're going to take advantage of you. Simple as that. That is essentially their whole purpose for being is to take advantage of people who don't have the sense to get a lawyer so don't be the dummy in that situation okay so look bottom line is don't trust your insurance company don't trust anyone's insurance company know what you're doing before you sign anything and hopefully you'll just get better and never have any injuries we don't want to wish bad things on our clients but if you need a lawyer you can find me. You know where I am. It's Newworth Law. I'm in King of Prussia in the suburbs of Philly. This podcast is supported by my law firm, Newworth Law Office. You can reach us on by phone at two one five two five nine three six eight seven or on the web at newworthlaw.com. n e u w i r t h l a w dot com. Have a great day.